Samson Agonistes. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Martin Giessen. Samson Agonistes by John Milton. Section 8. Samson. Harapha. Chorus all these indignities for such they are from thine these evils i deserve and more acknowledge them from god inflicted on me justly yet despair not of his final pardon whose ear is ever open and his eye gracious to readmit the suppliant in confidence whereof i once again defy thee to the trial of mortal fight by combat to decide whose god is god thine or whom i with israel's sons adore fair honour that thou dost thy god in trusting he will accept thee to defend his cause a murderer a revolter and a robber tongue doughty giant how dost thou prove me these is not thy nation subject to our lords their magistrates confessed it when they took thee as a league-breaker and delivered bound into our hands for hadst thou not committed notorious murder on those thirty men at Ascalon, who never did thee harm, then like a robber stripped them of their robes? The Philistines, when thou hadst broke the league, went up with armed powers, thee only seeking, to others did no violence nor spoil among the daughters of the philistines i chose a wife which argued me no foe and in your city held my nuptial feast but your ill-meaning politician lords under pretence of bridal friends and guests appointed to await me thirty spies who threatening cruel death constrained the bride to wring from me and tell to them my secret that solved the riddle which i had proposed when i perceived all set on enmity as on my enemies wherever chanced i used hostility and took their spoil to pay my underminers in their coin my nation was subjected to your lords it was the force of conquest force with force is well ejected when the conquered can but i a private person whom my country as a league-breaker gave up bound presumed single rebellion and did hostile acts i was no private but a person raised with strength sufficient and command from heaven to free my country if their servile minds me their deliverer sent would not receive 
but to their masters gave me up for naught the unworthier they whence to this day they serve i was to do my part from heaven assigned and had performed it if my known offence had not disabled me not all your force these shifts refuted answer thy appellant though by his blindness maimed for high attempts who now defies thee thrice to single fight as a petty enterprise of small enforce with thee a man condemned a slave enrolled due by the law to capital punishment to fight with thee no man of arms will deign camest thou for this vain boaster to survey me to descant on my strength and give thy verdict come nearer part not hence so slight informed but take good heed my hand survey not thee o balzebub can my ears unused hear these dishonours and not render death no man withholds thee nothing from thy hand fear i incurable bring up thy van my heels are fettered but my fist is free this insolence other kind of answer fits go baffled coward lest i run upon thee though in these chains bulk without spirit vast and with one buffet lay thy structure low or swing thee in the air then dash thee down to the hazard of thy brains and shattered sides by ashtaroth ere long thou shalt lament these braveries in irons loaden on thee his giantship is gone somewhat crestfallen stalking with less unconscionable strides and lower looks but in a sultry chafe i dread him not nor all his giant brood though fame divulge him father of five sons all of gigantic size goliath chief he will directly to the lords i fear and with malicious counsel stir them up some way or other yet further to afflict thee he must allege some cause and offered fight will not dare mention lest a question rise whether he durst accept the offer or not and that he durst not plain enough appeared much more affliction than already felt they cannot well impose nor i sustain if they intend advantage of my labours the work of many hands which earns my keeping with no small profit daily to my owners but come what will 
my deadliest foe will prove my speediest friend by death to rid me hence the worst that he can give to me the best yet so it may fall out because their end is hate not help to me it may with mine draw their own ruin who attempt the deed end of section eight section nine chorus samson public officer oh how comely it is and how reviving to the spirits of just men long oppressed when god into the hands of their deliverer puts invincible might to quell the mighty of the earth the oppressor the brute and boisterous force of violent men hardy and industrious to support tyrannic power but raging to pursue the righteous and all such as honour truth he all their ammunition and feats of war defeats with plain heroic magnitude of mind and celestial vigour armed their armories and magazines contemns renders them useless while with winged expedition swift as the lightning glance he executes his errand on the wicked who surprised lose their defence distracted and amazed but patience is more oft the exercise of saints the trial of their fortitude making them each his own deliverer and victor over all that tyranny or fortune can inflict either of these is in thy lot samson with might endued above the sons of men but sight bereaved may chance to number thee with those whom patience finally must crown this idol's day hath been to thee no day of rest labouring thy mind more than the working day thy hands and yet perhaps more trouble is behind for i descry this way some other tending in his hand a sceptre or quaint staff he bears comes on amain speed in his look by his habit i discern him now a public officer and now at hand his message will be short and voluble hebrews the prisoner samson here i seek his manacles remark him there he sits samson to thee our lords thus bid me say this day to dagon is a solemn feast with sacrifices triumph pomp and games thy strength they know surpassing human rate and now some public proof thereof require to honour this great feast and great assembly 
rise therefore with all speed and come along where i will see thee heartened and fresh clad to appear as fits before the illustrious lords thou knowst i am an hebrew therefore tell them our law forbids at their religious rites my presence for that cause i cannot come this answer be assured will not content them have they not sword-players and every sort of gymnic artists wrestlers riders runners jugglers and dancers antics mummers mimics but they must pick me out with shackles tired and over-laboured at their public mill to make them sport with blind activity do they not seek occasion of new quarrels on my refusal to distress me more or make a game of my calamities return the way thou camest i will not come regard thyself this will offend them highly myself my conscience and internal peace can they think me so broken so debased with corporal servitude that my mind ever will condescend to such absurd commands although their drudge to be their fool or jester and in my midst of sorrow and heart grief to show them feats and play before their god the worst of all indignities yet on me joined with extreme contempt i will not come my message was imposed on me with speed brooks no delay is this thy resolution so take it with what speed thy message needs i am sorry what this stoutness will produce perhaps thou shalt have cause to sorrow indeed consider samson matters now are strained up to the height whether to hold or break he's gone and who knows how he may report thy words by adding fuel to the flame expect another message more imperious more lordly thundering than thou well wilt bear shall i abuse this consecrated gift of strength again returning with my hair after my great transgression so requite favour renewed and add a greater sin by prostituting holy things to idols a nazarite in place abominable vaunting my strength in honour to their dagon besides how vile contemptible ridiculous what act more execrably unclean profane yet with this strength thou serv'st the philistines idolatrous uncircumcised unclean not in their idol worship 
but by labour honest and lawful to deserve my food of those who have me in their civil power where the heart joins not outward acts defile not where outward force constrains the sentence holds but who constrains me to the temple of dagon not dragging the philistian lords command commands on no constraints if i obey them i do it freely venturing to displease god for the fear of man and man prefer set god behind which in his jealousy shall never unrepented find forgiveness yet that he may dispense with me or thee present in temples at idolatrous rites for some important cause thou needst not doubt how thou wilt here come off surmounts my reach be of good courage i begin to feel some rousing motions in me which dispose to something extraordinary my thoughts i with this messenger will go along nothing to do be sure that may dishonour our law or stain my vow of nazarite if there be aught of presage in the mind this day will be remarkable in my life by some great act or of my days the last in time thou hast resolved the man returns samson this second message from our lords to thee i am bid say art thou our slave our captive at the public mill our drudge and darest thou at our sending and command dispute thy coming come without delay or we shall find such engines to assail and hamper thee as thou shalt come of force though thou wert firmlier fastened than a rock i could be well content to try their art which to no few of them would prove pernicious yet knowing their advantages too many because they shall not trail me through their streets like a wild beast i am content to go master's commands come with a power resistless to such as owe them absolute subjection and for a life who will not change his purpose so mutable are all the ways of men yet this be sure in nothing to comply scandalous or forbidden in our law i praise thy resolution off these links by this compliance thou wilt win the lords to favour and perhaps to set thee free brethren farewell your company along i will not wish lest it perhaps offend them to see me girt with friends and how the sight of me as of a common enemy so dreaded once may now exasperate them i know not 
lords are lordliest in their wine and the well-feasted priest then soonest fired with zeal if aught religion seem concerned no less the people on their holy days impetuous insolent unquenchable happen what may of me expect to hear nothing dishonourable impure unworthy our god our law my nation or myself the last of me or no i cannot warrant go and the holy one of israel be thy guide to what may serve his glory best and spread his name great among the heathen round send thee the angel of thy birth to stand fast by thy side who from thy father's field rode up in flames after his message told of thy conception and be now a shield of fire that spirit that first rushed on thee in the camp of dan be efficacious in thee now at need for never was from heaven imparted measure of strength so great to mortal seed as in thy wondrous actions hath been seen but wherefore comes old manoa in such haste with youthful steps much livelier than erewhile he seems supposing here to find his son or of him bringing to us some glad news end of section 9 section 10 manoa chorus messenger peace with you brethren my inducement hither was not at present here to find my son by order of the lords new parted hence to come and play before them at their feast i heard all as i came the city rings and numbers thither flock i had no will lest i should see him forced to things unseemly but that which moved my coming now was chiefly to give ye part with me what hope i have with good success to work his liberty that hope would much rejoice us to partake with thee say reverend sire we thirst to hear i have attempted one by one the lords either at home or through the high street passing with supplication prone and father's tears to accept of ransom for my son their prisoner some much averse i found and wondrous harsh contemptuous proud set on revenge and spite that part most reverenced dagon and his priests others more moderate seeming but their aim private reward 
for which both god and state they easily would set to sale a third more generous far and civil who confessed they had enough revenged having reduced their foe to misery beneath their fears the rest was magnanimity to remit if some convenient ransom were proposed what noise or shout was that it tore the sky doubtless the people shouting to behold their once great dread captive and blind before them or at some proof of strength before them shown his ransom if my whole inheritance may compass it shall willingly be paid and numbered down much rather i shall choose to live the poorest in my tribe than richest and he in that calamitous prison left no i am fixed not to part hence without him for his redemption all my patrimony if need be i am ready to forego and quit not wanting him i shall want nothing fathers are wont to lay up for their sons thou for thy son art bent to lay out all sons wont to nurse their parents in old age thou in old age carest how to nurse thy son made older than thy age through eyesight lost it shall be my delight to tend his eyes and view him sitting in the house ennobled with all those high exploits by him achieved and on his shoulders waving down those locks that of a nation armed the strength contained and i persuade me god had not permitted his strength again to grow up with his hair garrisoned round about him like a camp of faithful soldiery were not his purpose to use him further yet in some great service not to sit idle with so great a gift useless and thence ridiculous about him and since his strength with eyesight was not lost god will restore him eyesight to his strength thy hopes are not ill-founded nor seem vain of his delivery and thy joy thereon conceived agreeable to a father's love in both which we as next participate i know your friendly minds and oh what noise mercy of heaven what hideous noise was that horribly loud unlike the former shout noise call you it or universal groan as if the whole inhabitation perished blood death and dreadful deeds are in that noise ruin destruction at the utmost point 
of ruin indeed methought i heard the noise oh it continues they have slain my son thy son is rather slaying them that outcry from slaughter of one foe could not ascend some dismal accident it needs must be what shall we do stay here or run and see best keep together here lest running thither we unawares run into danger's mouth this evil on the philistines is fallen from whom could else a general cry be heard the sufferers then will scarce molest us here from other hands we need not much to fear what if his eyesight for to israel's god nothing is hard by miracle restored he now be dealing dole among his foes and over heaps of slaughtered walk his way that were a joy presumptuous to be thought yet god hath wrought things as incredible for his people of old what hinders now he can i know but doubt to think he will yet hope would fain subscribe and tempts belief a little stay will bring some notice hither of good or bad so great of bad the sooner for evil news rides post while good news baits and to our wish i see one hither speeding an ebrew as i guess and of our tribe oh whither shall i run or which way fly the sight of this so horrid spectacle which erst my eyes beheld and yet behold for dire imagination still pursues me but providence or instinct of nature seems or reason though disturbed and scarce consulted to have guided me aright i know not how to thee first reverend manoa and to these my countrymen whom here i knew remaining as at some distance from the place of horror so in the sad event too much concerned the accident was loud and here before thee with rueful cry yet what it was we hear not no preface needs thou seest we long to know it would burst forth but i recover breath and sense distract to know well what i utter tell us the sum the circumstance defer gaza yet stands but all her sons are fallen all in a moment overwhelmed and fallen sad but thou knowst to israelites not saddest the desolation of a hostile city feed on that first there may in grief be surfeit relate by whom
by Samson. That still lessens the sorrow, and converts it nigh to joy. Ah, Manoa, I refrain too suddenly to utter what will come at last too soon, lest evil tidings with too rude eruption hitting thy aged ear should pierce too deep. Suspense in news is torture. Speak them out. Then take the worst in brief. Samson is dead. The worst indeed. Oh, all my hopes defeated to free him hence. But death who sets all free hath paid his ransom now and full discharge. What windy joy this day had I conceived, hopeful of his delivery, which now proves abortive as the first-born bloom of spring, nipped with the lagging fear of winter's frost. Yet ere I give the reins to grief, Say first, how died he? Death to life is crown or shame. All by him fell, thou sayest. By whom fell he? What glorious band gave Samson his death's wound? Unwounded of his enemies he fell. Wearied with slaughter, then, or how? Explain. By his own hands. Self-violence. What cause brought him so soon at variance with himself among his foes? Inevitable cause at once both to destroy and be destroyed. The edifice where all were met to see him, Upon their heads and on his own he pulled. Oh, lastly, over-strong against thyself, A dreadful way thou took'st to thy revenge. More than enough we know, But while things yet are in confusion, Give us, if thou canst, eye-witness of what first or last was done, relation more particular and distinct. End of section 10 Section 11 Messenger Chorus 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 Manoa. Occasions drew me early to this city, and as the gates I entered with sunrise, the morning trumpets festival proclaimed through each high street. Little I had dispatched when all abroad was rumoured that this day Samson should be brought forth to show the people proof of his mighty strength in feats and games. I sorrowed at his captive state, 
but minded not to be absent at that spectacle. The building was a spacious theatre, half round on two main pillars vaulted high, with seats where all the lords and each degree of sort might sit in order to behold. The other side was open, where the throng on banks and scaffolds under sky might stand. I among these aloof obscurely stood. The feast and noon grew high, and sacrifice had filled their hearts with mirth, high cheer, and wine, when to their sports they turned. Immediately was Samson, as a public servant, brought, in their state livery clad. Before him pipes and timbrels. On each side went armed guards, both horse and foot, before him and behind, archers and slingers, cataphracts and spears. At sight of him the people, with a shout, rifted the air, clamouring their god with praise, who had made their dreadful enemy their thrall. He, patient but undaunted where they led him, came to the place, and what was set before him, which, without help of eye, might be assayed, to heave, pull, draw or break, he still performed all with incredible, stupendous force, none daring to appear antagonist. At length, for intermission's sake, they led him between the pillars. He his guide requested, for so from such as nearer stood we heard, as overtired, to let him lean a while, with both his arms on those two massy pillars that to the arched roof gave main support. He unsuspicious led him, which when Samson felt in his arms, with head a while inclined, and eyes fast fixed he stood as one who prayed, or some great matter in his mind revolved. At last, with head erect, thus cried aloud, Hitherto, lords, what your commands imposed, I have performed, as reason was obeying, not without wonder or delight beheld. Now, of my own accord, such other trial I mean to show you of my strength, yet greater, as with amaze shall strike all who behold. This uttered, straining all his nerves, he bowed, as with the force of winds and waters pent when mountains tremble, those two massy pillars, with horrible convulsion to and fro, he tugged, he shook, till down they came, and drew the whole roof after them, with bursts of thunder upon the heads of all who sate beneath, 
lords, ladies, captains, counsellors, or priests, their choice nobility and flower, not only of this but each Philistian city round, met from all parts to solemnize this feast. Samson, with these immixed, inevitably pulled down the same destruction on himself. The vulgar only scaped who stood without. Oh, dearly bought revenge, yet glorious! Living or dying, thou hast fulfilled the work for which thou wast foretold to Israel, and now liest victorious among thy slain, self-killed, not willingly, but tangled in the fold of dire necessity whose law in death conjoined thee with thy slaughtered foes in number more than all thy life had slain before. While their hearts were jocund and sublime, drunk with idolatry, drunk with wine, and fat regorged of bulls and goats, chaunting their idols, and preferring before our living dread who dwells in Shiloh his bright sanctuary. Among them he a spirit of frenzy sent, who hurt their minds, and urged them on with mad desire to call in haste for their destroyer. They only set on sport and play unwittingly importuned their own destruction to come speedy upon them. So fond are mortal men fallen into wrath divine, as their own ruin on themselves to invite, insensate left, or to sense reprobate, and with blindness internal struck. But he, though blind of sight, despised and thought extinguished quite, with inward eyes illuminated, his fiery virtue roused from under ashes into sudden flame, and as an evening dragon came, assailant on the perched roosts and nests in order ranged of tame villatic fowl but as an eagle his cloudless thunder bolted on their heads so virtue given for lost depressed and overthrown as seemed like that self-begotten bird in the arabian woods embossed that no second knows nor third and lay erewhile a holocaust from out her ashy womb now teemed revives reflourishes then vigorous most when most unactive deemed and though her body die her fame survives a secular bird ages of lives come come no time for lamentation now 
nor much more cause samson hath quit himself like samson and heroically hath finished a life heroic on his enemies fully revenged hath left them years of mourning and lamentation to the sons of caftor through all philistian bounds to israel honour hath left and freedom let but them find courage to lay hold on this occasion to himself and father's house eternal fame and which is best and happiest yet all this with god not parted from him as was feared but favouring and assisting to the end nothing is here for tears nothing to wail or knock the breast no weakness no contempt dispraise or blame nothing but well and fair and what may quiet us in a death so noble let us go find the body where it lies soaked in his enemy's blood and from the stream with lavers pure and cleansing herbs wash off the clotted gore i with what speed the while gaza is not in plight to say us nay will send for all my kindred all my friends to fetch him hence and solemnly attend with silent obsequy and funeral train home to his father's house there will i build him a monument and plant it round with shade of laurel evergreen and branching palm with all his trophies hung and acts enrolled in copious legend or sweet lyric song thither shall all the valiant youth resort and from his memory inflame their breasts to matchless valour and adventures high the virgins also shall on feastful days visit his tomb with flowers only bewailing his lot unfortunate in nuptial choice from whence captivity and loss of eyes all is best though we oft doubt what the unsearchable dispose of highest wisdom brings about and ever best found in the closed oft he seems to hide his face but unexpectedly returns and to his faithful champion hath in place bore witness gloriously whence gaza mourns and all that band them to resist his uncontrollable intent his servants he with new acquist of true experience from this great event with peace and consolation hath dismissed and calm of mind all passion spent
End of section 11 Recording by Martin Giessen In Hazelmere, Surrey End of Samson Agonistes by John Milton